Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I wanted to bring up uh, out of John chapter 8. This would be our reading from Friday. Um, John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. Uh, and this is what John wrote. Said Jesus, uh, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I think it's important when we look at this, it's one of these things that says, okay, this is how you can this is how you can recognize a true disciple of Jesus. I feel like a lot of times maybe we have people that just say, Well, I was brought up in the church and therefore I'm a disciple of Jesus. Or I believe in the I believe in Jesus and so therefore I'm a, a disciple of Jesus. But until you look at what that word disciple actually means, uh, the word disciple doesn't mean believer in. Um, it actually is the is the word methetis, I think is how you say it, or methetis. Uh, it means a learner, a pupil, or a disciple, a learner. So to become a constant learner or pupil of Jesus. See, there's intentionality behind that. It is not just, well, I believe in Jesus, um, or I had some experience at a camp or a church one day, or and then therefore, like I remember I said some words, I prayed to prayer, and that's it. And yet nothing's changed. Uh, for a person that says that's what happened, and yet they don't follow after Christ. They're not learning. They're not going with. They're not a pupil of. Um, then can you really call yourself a disciple of Jesus? And so when you first see where it starts, and a lot of this was taken from a commentary that I was reading, just to kind of get better understanding from this, uh, William Barclay, I, I quote him a lot during Sunday morning messages, um, but notice that discipleship starts with believing in him. And again, you say, well, you just said those who simply believe in Jesus. But the word believe there means something different. It's not just, hey, I believe that he existed or I believe that he's real. It means to place my whole trust in. It's not just this passive thing that keeps me at a distance. It's to place everything that I am into him. It's I guess I would say it's a word that I that I use often when I want to introduce someone to Jesus and see if they want to become a follower of Christ is, will you surrender to the Lordship of Jesus? Because when you surrender to Christ's Lordship, you actually believe that He's Lord, and you actually believe He died, cross, came back from the dead, which is taken out of Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. But it's, a play, it's like to lay myself completely upon. It's everything that I am, everything that I think, everything that I want placed upon this belief, knowing that who Jesus is, knowing what it is that he accomplished, recognizing my need for him, needing the grace of God, needing faith in order to be reconciled to God, that's prov- and that faith provided by God. It's, it's not just I believe in the existence of. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, and that word abide, it means, uh, and and maybe your translation says it, and it does mean this, to remain, but a a way to describe it is, if you continue to read the the definitions, it's not to depart, uh, to continue to be present. Another one is to wait for, or await one. So when you think about abiding, if you abide in my word, that means to constantly be in, to to never leave it, to continue to be present, uh, to remain. And so it doesn't mean that we're constantly just reading the Bible and not, leave, and not living out life. What it means is that in my life, I'm constantly staying present 
with what it is that Jesus says. So if I'm truly a disciple, then I'm a pupil of his word, and I'll remain it. So I'm going to continue to learn. And it's not how I've read it once. That's not what it is. It's I will continue to keep learning from him because he's master. He's Jesus. I'm not. I'm his disciple, and I want to abide in his word. So he said, if you want to, if you abide or remain, don't depart, never leave, to continue to be present, to wait for, you wait for his word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth. That means if I, if I remained in Christ's words, I will know truth because Jesus is truth. Jesus himself said, I think it's John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so to listen to Jesus is to listen to the words of truth. And if I learn the words of truth, abiding in his word, which is the word of truth, then I will know truth. And so we need to con- we need to be people who make the commitment. We want to be disciples, learners, pupils of Jesus, to learn from him, which we- means we need to be teachable, not jumping to conclusions of saying, well, I've already read that once and so I'm good. No, it's to constantly be wanting to make sure that I hear truth and I learn truth. Uh, William Barclay quotes an old uh, 18th century cleric named John Brown, um, or not quotes him, but he he, he was reading about him, and he said that there would be times when he would be preaching, when he would pause every now and then as if listening for a voice. And that's so, that's so, man, that's so wise. I found myself, um, and I hope this doesn't sound arrogant in any way, I have found myself, there's times when I preach when all of a sudden I'm wanting to say something, I can't quite figure out the words, and so I stop, and I kind of listen, or I look up, and I don't know if it's, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm saying the things of God instead of just the things that I want to say. I think I need to do it more often. I think we all need to do it more often. Even uh, when people come up and ask our opinions on what we think they should do or what God wants them to do, we need to stop. We need to seek the Lord and we need to sit and listen and wait and then give good counsel. And so again, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and then the truth will set you free. Friends, truth does not keep us away from freedom. Truth is actually what brings us into freedom. I know we have live in a culture where every, uh, the culture of our world, and especially of the states, but of our world, uh, is this, that there's no such thing as absolute truth. Therefore, if there's no such thing as absolute truth, you can actually live in quote-unquote freedom. The idea of freedom of those who don't know Christ is freedom is getting to do anything and everything that you want to do. But here's the thing. If I'm in bondage to sin before Jesus, that means if I... If if that, if I truly believe that, which I believe the scriptures teach that, I'm in bondage to sin, then to say that I get to do whatever I want to do and that's freedom, it doesn't mean I'm doing whatever I want to do. I'm in bondage to sin and therefore doing the things that sin wants. But freedom, like coming to Christ, believing in him, surrendering your life to him, becoming a disciple of Jesus, learning truth from him, it, yeah, it sets up guardrails and it sets up... Uh, uh, sets up guardrails, it sets up these boundaries for us that are for our good, that we can actually live in freedom. See, sin, uh, we are freed from sin when we surrender our lives to Jesus. Some may say, well, how can I still struggle with sin? Well, it's because we have a flesh. We have flesh. Our flesh, our, our bodies like sin. We have an appetite for sin. But because we have the Holy Spirit now, and because of what Jesus accomplished, we have, a, we have freedom to not have to sin. 
And so, friends, when I read this, I thought, man, this is this is so much deeper than just a quick read over it. Like, stop and think what it is that you're looking at. Jesus said to the Jews who'd believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Abiding in his word. Jesus also says later on in John chapter 14, I know those who are, who are um, I know those who love me, but, uh, sorry, I love, I know those who love me by those who obey me. When you get to John chapter 15, because uh, that's a passage I feel like most people think of when you think of the word of abide, because it's repeated so many times. Um, he said, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Uh, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So that bearing much fruit Friends, that's our lives are being changed, and bearing fruit is this outward sign that something's happened within us. And so it's connected to my obedience to God. And so when we say, oh man, I abide, I remain in Jesus, it's not just this experience where I'm just sitting, I'm just thinking of, it also comes down to, I'm also going to do the things that I'm supposed to do, I'm called to do, I'm going to obey. And so friends, I hope this is an encouragement and challenge to you. Love you guys more than you know, and we'll talk soon.